Blog Talk Radio. Mr. Pop. The views and opinions of this show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of this network and its affiliates. At Midwest IT Support Help Desk, we believe that technology should support and enhance your organization's success, not constrain it. With our wide range of best-in-class services, we provide customized solutions that fit your unique IT needs. We are committed to excelling at our job so you can focus on doing yours. Midwest IT Support Help Desk is always available, providing your organization with professional remote help desk support services you need. Midwest IT Support Help Desk will solve your technology issues day or night. Our IT staff ensures that your networking computers are up to date and ready for operation on a daily basis. Don't wait until problems occur. Let our organization solve them with our monitoring software, giving you the peace of mind you need. Let us do the worrying for you. Enabling your workforce with top-notch technologies isn't just important, but imperative for business success. This customizable solution allows your team to work seamlessly and collaboratively in a protected space. No matter what IT services you need, Midwest IT Support Help Desk will be there to support you every step of the way. Midwest IT Support Help Desk. We are committed to excelling at our job so you can focus on doing yours. Please visit www.midwestitsupport.com for more information or shoot us an email at helpdesk at midwestitsupport.com. Give us a call, 765 239 9668. All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of A Political Nation hosted by your girl Tanya Slayton and our special guest, Mr. Ferry Dixon, District Attorney of Pitt County. Uh, welcome, everybody. Hey, Tanya, take over. Okay. So um, I just want to congratulate you on your win. I'm so excited for you. We was rooting for you. <laughs> we made sure everybody that was on our listening voted for you. Thank you, Ms. Slayton. Thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, I just want to thank everybody that, as you said, you, you talked to your um, your uh, listeners and had them vote for me. And I really want to thank everyone for their support. Um, yeah. It was uh, a hard-fought victory. <laughs> and uh, I really appreciate the words of encouragement as I was out campaigning literally for this last, all intents and purposes, really 10 to 11 months. Right. So now that you are in office, um, I, I mean, you know, now that you are the, you know, a newly elected district attorney, do you think that you will have some pushback on some of the things that you want to make changes to? Well, uh, well, let's, well, let's talk about how it has to, how the procedure will go. Okay. Right now, I'm still the district attorney elect, so I don't okay. take office until uh, January, okay. uh, and my swearing in will be January the fourth at two p.m. on that Friday. Okay. So I won't actually take office till then. Uh, oh, okay. In the meantime, I have to. Determine who you know who my what my staff is going to be, who's going to work for me. We have to mm-hmm. put our policies in place, and I believe it or not, there's actually a school for district attorneys. 
Oh, wow, okay. So there's a school for district attorneys, for sheriffs, um, and actually for judges. So my school will be the last week of this month, November. Mm-hmm. So I'll be in school that full week um, meeting with the Office of the Courts and with the Conference of District Attorneys to make sure that I'm aware of all the policies that that are that are applied in my office. And okay. you would think as an attorney, I would vote, you know, that would be sufficient, but no, they, they they want you to go and know how to make sure that you can run the office in the way that the state of North Carolina desires you to do so. Okay. And then um, I will say that as I've gone through and spoke to people, uh, speaking to law enforcement and citizens, I mm-hmm. haven't gotten this pushback. Everyone wants to talk to me, um, want to sit down and see what my procedures are going to be. And mm-hmm. the term I will give you, I won't say the officer's name, but basically you tell us how you want it done. And so um, we're going to sit down and make sure that we have policies that are in place that uh, that comply with what legally should be done, both from the law enforcement aspect and from the prosecutor's aspect and in line with North Carolina law. Okay, okay. Well, uh, <clears throat> I'm kind of on the web, so y'all can, y'all can excuse my voice going in and out. But um, I know that some of the cases um, – but I don't want to overreach too much because, like you say, you still um, <clears throat> you still um, going through your, your training right mm-hmm. now. So, with um, you going through training, um, have have you had any um, what's the good word? Like some of the things that you thought was going to be one way to get uh, change from your expectation or. Not yet, and part of that is because my lectures happen so quickly. Well, not quickly, mm-hmm. but there are other DAs who, for instance, they didn't have a, they just had a primary. You know that when in May they were done, so they've been preparing all this time. Um, oh. But I've had to keep continually keep running, and so haven't had, haven't had anything that's really surprised me. But <laughs> you know, of course, when we come into office, we will go back and look through all and check back through all our files. Make sure that everything's in order um, okay. as we prepare to, to to move in and continue on. So we will be checking mm-hmm. back through everything that's there uh, to make sure that everything's being done correctly. Okay. Okay. Do you have anything? I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I think I missed what you said. Oh, no, I was trying to figure out what that question was here. Oh, okay, I thought that was you. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, um, since you, because um, I know you said you've been going back and forth, you've been out of town and that, so has there been any, like, craziness since you've been, you know, since you won, you know, with people? Not, not that I'm aware of. Um, <laughs> we, I keep my ear to the ground, and I, I'm listening out for, you know, for things. And uh, I'm wa- being watchful. And yes, my continually, I'm, I'm, you know, politicians and people in office. As a district attorney, I can't talk about prayer in the courtroom, but you know, I'm continually in prayer, um, trying yeah. to keep, you know, and have make sure that I have the necessary wisdom and insight uh, to be able to see when things come up, because I'm, I'm okay. aware that probably things will will come up that are kind of unusual, mm-hmm. and maybe maybe intentional, but. Um, I, I will be watchful. Okay, okay. So, um, just for you know, just to let the, the people know, um, again, you know, some of your background and how mm-hmm. you got into um 
I was raised in, in Goldsboro. Okay. Um, are you aware of where that is? Yes, uh-huh. All right, I was raised in Goldsboro, graduated from Goldsboro High School, and mm-hmm. I think back for announcement in 1985. Oh, wow. And uh, I then went to Duke University and graduated from there in 89 uh, with a, a, a bachelor's in psychology. And mm-hmm. from there, oddly enough, I went to UNC Chapel Hill. Okay. Uh, I asked law school. My, my aunt um, was a principal. Her name was Mary K. Zane. She um, taught at Goldsville High. Her husband was a football coach, Elvin James. Um, that, yeah. that name sounds familiar. Yeah, Ellie James. Yeah, and their son, Gerard James, played high school, and Ashley played in Goldsboro. So I'm very familiar with Goldsboro. Right. And uh, yeah. from, uh, went to law school with Chapel Hill and graduated back in 92. Okay. Um, and I, I didn't go home initially to practice law. I actually went to mm-hmm. uh, family members that moved to uh, mm-hmm. Robson County. Robson County. Um, Okay. Or Robeson, depending on, you know, whether I know I'm mispronouncing it. Those who are from Robeson County will tell me I'm mispronouncing it. But I was down there for about five years. Okay. I practiced, um, initially I was a civil attorney, and I practiced uh, with the Lumbee River Legal Services. Okay. So for people, because um, I know you first time one of our guests, one of our guests was sharing one of your stories about they had a mishap with the law, you know. So with these, I have a question with these offenders that you know they they um they may um have like a minor like minor drug or traffic, but they you know they are repeatedly. So will there be any changes with the way law enforcement or the courts handle these type of um you know offenders? Like, because I know a lot of them, um, once you three times you're out, even for minor mm-hmm. offenses. Well, what I would be doing is sitting down with my with my office because uh, I have to bring in my staff, and there will be some changes. Mm-hmm. But right now, I want to tell you what the total thing is going to be. But there will be changes I talked about beforehand uh, when I was campaigning. Okay. Um, with the initiatives I want to bring into bring into the office. Um, I will be sitting down talk, as I have been out talking to the community and also um, meeting with law enforcement to see how everything fits in. And I want to a smooth transition for everyone. Okay. So uh, another question. I know I don't know if I'm overreaching, but <clears throat> with with you uh, being a district attorney, and you know how sometimes the police are, they target a certain type of people. I don't know. I don't know if I really want to use that word, but you know, with, you know, with cameras and everything going on now, they when they come in the court and they have they have those body camera. Hopefully, um, I think Miss Nancy Dan said she want to get body camera. When they present, mm-hmm. will, will y'all look at it from the time they get out of the car, or how how will how would that work with the court? Well, with body cam um, evidence, if if that's part of what's and right. the thing is, um, what people think is we can just play one little part of it and leave it at that. But if it's used for trial, the defense gets to see the whole thing themselves. Also. Right. So yeah. it it will be open to both sides to see what happened from the beginning. The cameras came on to the end. 
Um, and right, and so it, like I said, if we utilize it, we're required to give that and, and let the and let the defense see it. And as I said, if if, if video is used, the 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 other side is totally allowed to pull in everything that's part of that video. So you just okay, can't cut it off from you know points that look good for you, <laughs> look good for you, and stop it there. Um, so you have to if you use it, you have to give everything. Because from what I've seen, you know, a lot of times they said, "Well, you don't, <clears throat> you don't know what happened before." You know, I'm like, okay, but this camera is showing when you got out of the car to when you went from your car to this other car, so we don't know. Um, There's speculation what happened before because y'all on the highway, so you know what I'm saying. So we just mm-hmm. trying to figure out how does that actually work? <clears throat> is there another process before or? Is it when they initially well, get out of car? Actually, part of that depends on what type of video system that that department uses. Mm-hmm. There are some, if you're in your patrol car, and, I, and we'll have to go through it, if you're in your patrol car um, and it's actually continually running, but right. once you turn on your light, it will record everything from the, say, 30 seconds from beforehand you turned on your light. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and so only up to the 30 minutes beforehand, 30 seconds beforehand, actually comes on because that's when you told it, hey, record all this. Because um, okay. think about it, that's a lot of video to be stored. Uh, and it takes up a lot of memory. So typically what mm-hmm. it does is in some cars, if you turn on your lights, it'll record the 30 seconds before you turn on the lights to up until whenever the, the incident is totally complete. Right. So other departments may have cars that utilize different technology where it records further forward. And it really all depends on what type of electronic, really depends on the company that you buy your equipment from. And so when the oh. sheriff talks about, when Sheriff Lex talks about, you know, body cams, it will mm-hmm. really it will depend on how their software is set up. Okay. Because I always feel like, you know, um, a lot of people feel like it's my word against theirs, so, you know, the cops mm-hmm. are always right, which we know sometimes cops are not right. So I was just trying to figure out how would this work. With, I mean, I I know that it's supposed to keep cops and the other person honest, but sometimes it just seems like it gets cloudy because for some reason um, what you see is not what you see. Do that make sense? Like, people can see something, but other people saying no, that's not what happened, and from what I'm seeing, that look what what happened. You know what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying, but yeah. you said but the videotape is meant to protect everybody, so that everybody yeah. can be aware of what happened. Um, <coughs> like I said, it, it will depend on the departments, what kind of computer system they may use, and recording systems they use. So okay. you probably have to ask the chief, the sheriff elect, what kind of uh, body cams they're going to require. And what's going to be the procedure for there for when the camera gets turned on and off? Uh, I got a question. I got a question. Uh, yes, sir. What can we start doing about every, every, every cop ain't bad, but a lot of uh, police is not in charge for um, things that get done about people getting killed and stuff like that, and I feel like parents are suffering for that. What, what can, can we do about changes about 
I guess, guess uh, bring them together, community together, uh, understand the law is right, because that's how I think you the uh, people of the, the law is bad. I'm going to have to kind of fill in because when I, I got an echo and I wasn't sure what you're saying. Hold on. Um, I, I think what you were talking about was incidents with law enforcement and citizens. Um, as I said, I've always we continue to be out in the community talking to people about, you know, how we enforce the laws. But also I'll be having an ongoing conversation with our law enforcement about about it. What, I really want to bring our law enforcement together with community. Um, yeah. I was at an event last week, but that's what I talked about, so that we can sit down and we're comfortable. Everybody's comfortable with everybody else. <clears throat> have some semblance of trust in everybody else. That's that, right. that's a real way to reduce, you know, incidents where people are concerned about is to have everybody to understand and have conversations with each other instead of talking towards each other, actually talking to each other. Right. Because a lot of people feel like, you know, um you know, crime a lot of time people be wanting to call the cops and say, Well this was going on, this was going on but because so much has happened in the public view with people and the cops that, you know, they don't want to call them now. You know, they don't want to tell them what's going on in the community anymore because it's a distrust with cops, law enforcement, and the court. So it just feel like, uh, it seems like people feel like they get a raw, you know, a raw deal when they interact with the cops or mingle with the courts. You know, once you get in the system, you in the system, and it just feels like there's no way of coming back from you know that. Right, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. So but um I, I just hope that um and I know like I said everybody we elect people don't just think that, you know, change gonna happen overnight because, you know, it's been four hundred years and we're still we're still coming mm-hmm. our way from on the bottom so I, I just really hope, you know, that <clears throat> that you are able to do all the things that, you know, you want to do and, you know, without all the pushback from, you know, the system. Because um, I know sometimes it's designed, you know, where you want to do something, but because the law won't allow you so. Well, as you, as you were saying, you know, communication is the total key. For the, right. for the community, community to trust law enforcement and all sorts of have a great relationship with community, we have to be able to sit down with each other and be able to talk to each other. Everybody has to be able to talk to everybody else. And that's yeah. part of what my, I tend to do with my with my office. Okay. So your office, where where, where exactly will your office be located? Where the district attorney it's, is in the courthouse? Yes, ma'am. It's in the Pitt County Courthouse. Okay. Because I'm making my business to stay out of there because once you start going, you go. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> so I just try to stay out of there. When I was in my younger, because I'm, I'm well over 40 now, but when I was in my younger days and, you know, you know, you don't take law and, you know, the road seriously. And I don't gave Pitt County Court too much of my money in my 20s. So when I, <laughs> when I got in my 40s, I knew how to stay in my lane and you had a speed limit, so yeah. I don't tell you, sir. Don't tell on you. <laughs> well, you know, I I, I matured a lot because I stay in my lane there, so I don't. I try to stay away from the court. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. I work too hard to keep my money. Yeah. 
I just want to, like I said, I, I knew the echo coming from because I'm, I'm sorry if I had the mic mess up. But oh, what right. I was saying, uh, what I was saying earlier about uh, these these uh, shootings that we have, and and not just all over America, that uh, families get losing their lives or ch- of children, and cops not getting charged for it. And I just think that okay, if it's if it's a fair deal. I think you just, you know, you have to deal with it. But some of these deals is not fair. That um, you can see what happened, but um, they're getting away with it. What can, you know, what what I was saying, what can we do to start to, get, like I said, like you said, because every cop ain't bad. And but if you look at that this cop got off, you see how people rage go. That they feel like every cop is there, you know. Starting to bring these communities together, that people we talk more, and bring even I say bring the cops and police in the neighborhood behind them. You get what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> I'm saying, what can we do more on that aspect? I um I broke you broke up a lot on that when I when I'm a, this is what I'm assuming you, you were talking about. Um, the key part that we talked about earlier is communication between mm-hmm. everybody. As I said, I had you know law enforcement come. Hey, I've been meeting with them beforehand, but also they've said, Hey, look, come and talk to us, and let's find out and work out you know how you want things. Literally, how you want things to be done. Um, and the, that's the main part. And then bringing in the community so that we everybody is aware of who everybody else is. Everybody trusts everybody else, and that's really the. What you, if you look in those communities where you, the issues that you talked about, there really isn't trust there. And so yeah. I want to make sure that everybody here um, is free to talk to each other and free to, free to communicate with everybody else. Yeah, and there's, there's, there's some camaraderie and some communication um, with everyone. Yeah, especially in the bad neighborhoods. I feel like I think we talked about this before, where I think me and Tanya talked about where. I think police are really scared to go to bad neighborhoods and talk to the like young men in the um in the neighborhoods that's going robbing people and stuff. Like if you got charged for something, and you know, I think they just you know, anybody. Oh, you looking at me? I done something else. Instead of talking to your kids and just saying, "Hey, you doing today? Everything good with your family and stuff like that." You Things like that. I just feel like you know, bring that community together. Okay, every cop ain't bad. Every human, every person ain't bad. Okay, you white, black, chocolate. You red. You a red man running down the street. You know what I'm saying? Just understanding each other more. There must be something wrong with your mic. It might be. I'm sorry about that. No, that's fine. And I can only go off what 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 parts I can hear. But like I said, the, the key here. Um, is that would be one, we'll be following the law, and two, communication. And yeah. that will be, as I, as I said yesterday at the event I went, not yesterday, last week, uh, I want to bring the community together so that when, so that mistakes don't happen and that we can talk to each other beforehand. Because, as I said, in those communities where these you have these issues where people don't really feel comfortable talking to each other, um, and that's what we really need here. 
just make sure that we're yeah. all talking to each other and all have some communication. Okay. Yeah, I think you answered my question good. I, I'm sorry about this mic break up. I will have everything fixed today. <laughs> I don't know what's going okay. on. <laughs> I'll use a different computer. I think that's what it is. <laughs> well, I mean, I really, um, like I said, those were, those were the things I really want to um, stress on. Um, and I definitely really wanted to bring you back to congratulate you. And, you know, um, and I know it was a whole fault, you know, um, campaign. So, um, like I said, I'm going to try to stay away from the court. <laughs> but <laughs> I know that, you know, you're going to do great things, you know, um, help clean up the um, district attorney office and, you know, just get things in a better place for you know, the community, the people as a whole, you know, so there can be um, a structured leadership with, mm-hmm. you know, people and police um, forming a um, bond. Because that's what I'm talking about in my class right now, community and police um, being able to relate. So I got to say this kind of stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I hear you. And hopefully, you know, that will happen. I don't think that's going to happen overnight, but I believe that it can happen. And um, and I hope it do. So um, and I, and I really don't want to take up too much of your time because my throat is getting cracked over here. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> I really I really appreciate you coming on. I know you being so busy, and it just warm my heart. You know that you came took the time out of your busy schedule to come back on this show. You know for just this little time that made all the difference. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Appreciate it, Mr. Ferry. Yes, sir. Okay. Right. Have Happy Thanksgiving. And um, have everyone have a blessed Thanksgiving. You Thank too. You. All right. You okay. All right. That was Mr. Dixon, Mr. New District Attorney of Pitt County of Greenville. Yeah. All right. So, hey, congratulate to him. Sorry about the uh, microphone mess up. I will have this fixed. Today, sometime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Um, I know this this is gonna be a short segment, but I just really want to just thank him. I invited a few more, but I know that you know, like you said, he's been in class, and a lot of them been in class. You know, going back and forth. I know Miss Smith um was in Arizona, and so um I'm pretty sure a lot of them had to go to these meetings because they're new, you know, jobs. Yeah. So. Want to put too much stress on them, but hopefully that you know they'll um come back and make an appearance once they get settled in in their positions. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, anything else you want to touch on, real quick? Well, um, I just like to say that I'm 44 now, and <laughs> I look fabulous, but right now I don't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's, that's, yeah, weather change. Yes, yes. But I really want to thank all my Facebook friends and family for giving me all the love yesterday. That was so great. Even though I was in the bed, I had some laughs, you know, so it was just great. And I'm glad that you see you won yesterday. Yeah, they, they pulled it off, so. <laughs> Did the thing last night. <laughs> I was I was I was skeptical at first when it first started, but hey, they got it right. 
because I saw that big red exit sign blinking, like blinking, like blinking. Yeah. So, oh, you still got two games. It might still be blinking. Yeah, so we got to just put a hold on this right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's, that's it. I just really thank you for this and for coming on, and I just thank you for, you know, like I said, I always thank you for giving me this little platform so I can just, you know, come up and uh, do the things that I enjoy doing. Hey, no problem, Tony. Yep. All right. You and, uh, hey, you have a good, get you some rest, be ready for next week. I am. Uh, I am. Yeah. Chill out. And just uh, drink some soup. I will. I'm gonna um, <laughs> I'm gonna get some medication because I still got some more homework to do. So I'm gonna get in the bed right. and my homework. And yeah. Yep. All right. All right. You got a good one, Tony. Hey, you too. All right. All right. All right. Political Nation. Hey, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, YouTube, catch us, and we out. That's right. <laughs>